welcome, happy Mother's Day uh, to all you women, mums, nans, sisters, aunties, nieces, daughters, granddaughters, girls, to all the female of the species. We're celebrating you this morning. We're celebrating all that God has made you to be and all that you are now and all that you are becoming. So I'm hoping that maybe this morning um, some of you who are our mums here this morning who have maybe had some treats already. Uh, anyone had some treats this morning? Kids, have you done any treats for your mums yet this morning? Tell us what you've done. Ben, what have you done? Given her some flowers. Perfect. Nice, nice, nice. Any other treats that have gone down this morning? Nat? Popping candy chocolate. Oh, that's something your mum likes, is it? Nice, nice. Abby? You made some pretend flowers. And you made a card that looked like a handbag. Brilliant. Okay, lots of lovely things. Yes. You made cards as well. Brilliant. Amazing. So lots of lovely things already for your mums. Um, I popped to see my mum yesterday because I knew I couldn't get there today. Uh, her present is still in the post. That's a bit of a... Oh dear, yeah, even though I ordered it three weeks ago, it's not arrived yet. So there was a few little daffodils just as a, you know, temporary, thanks mum, and then the rest is coming. Brilliant. So just in case there are any of you who um, uh, just want to make a little extra, on your way in this morning, or you might not have been given one on your way in, but over on the table there, there are some things that look like this. There's little cards with a hole in. This is your label for a plant pot that a bit later you're going to fill with soil and plant some bulbs, all right? So if you've not got one of these or one of these and some pens and also some card to make another card for your mum or for a lady that you consider to be, you just want to say thank you to her. Card, paper, pens, glue, scissors, get creative. That's going to keep your hands busy while I'm talking. You can still listen and it's not restricted to just children, okay? If those few who creatives who just want to get on and do a card for whatever random reason, just go for it. Go and grab some sticks from there while I'm talking. Just, yeah, go and get some now and get stuck in. We'll do the actual filling of the soil pots a little bit later, okay? So don't do that bit yet. That might get a little bit messy, but do the other stuff first. Okay, great. So, Make your mum this present, okay? And at the end, what we'll have is something you can take home, you can add water to it, and it will grow something beautiful. So I just want to recognise right at the start that I know for some here, um, and some who might be listening to this later, that today can be difficult. Maybe your mum is no longer around. Maybe you grieve the loss of her or of a child. Maybe your relationship is strained in some way with your own mum or with one of your children. Maybe you long to be a mum, um, but you're in a difficult place of just trying to hold on to hope. We are family here this morning, and we come together um, in, with completely different life experiences and different experiences of where we are today. And we just need to remember that and you know, be tender and gentle with each other. But to help us be thankful this morning, we're going to take a quick look at one woman in the Bible. Any guesses from the children... Throw out some women in the Bible. Throw out some names of some women in the Bible. Who might it be that we're going to talk about this morning? 
could be Mary. And there were a number of Marys that we know about in the Bible. Brilliant. Anyone else it could be? Any other women's names in the Bible? Nikki. Esther. Could be Esther. Could be Hannah. Anyone else? Could be Ruth. Rachel. Rahab. Could be any of those. I'll tell you who it is. We got it in one. Mary. Mary, the mother of Jesus. Okay, so we're going to talk a little bit about her this morning. There's two phrases that describe Mary that I want us to think about this morning because they're not just phrases for women. They are phrases for all of us. Okay, so if you're of the male species here this morning, um, this is still for you. Don't just tune out. This is still for you. This is, this is, this is about our hearts. Okay. So to start off with thinking about Mary, the mother of Jesus, we're going to go right back to just after when Jesus was born. And yes, I know it's nearly Easter, but Christmas is actually all about Easter. So we can do that. Okay, so we're going to go back to when Angel Gabriel appeared to Mary and he told her that she was going to have a baby. Um, We have some people in our church family who've had a baby on Friday. For those of you that might not know, Emily and Matt now have a little baby girl called Baby Honor. So, um, yeah, exciting. But the the, the angel that appeared to Mary uh, and said that this baby was going to be called Jesus, that he was going to be called the Son of God, this was a special announcement and this was a special baby. Now, Mary was quite young, so she was quite troubled by this announcement you know, that is understandable to just be like having an ordinary, normal day and suddenly the sky lights up and there's this mighty angel in front of you and talking to you. That would interrupt your normal day. And she was quite young. And what he said was like a strange thing that she was going to have a baby and that this baby would be the saviour of the world. But as she's kind of mulling this all over, the Bible says this. It says she said these remarkable words. And whenever I listen to these words and hear these words, I think they are truly astounding because of when she says them and what she's just heard. So if you've got a Bible, uh, turn to Luke chapter 1, and we're just going to read a few words from verse 38. If you've not got a Bible, like paper Bible, book Bible, you got it on your phone, grab those. Luke 1, verse 38, a few words. This is what Mary says. Let it be with me just as you say. Just hold those uh, words in your head for a moment. Let it be with me. So she's talking to God. God, let it be with me just as you say. And then not too long afterwards, when Jesus has just been born, the angel Gabriel appeared to the shepherds. He he was having a busy few days. Uh, And this is what he said in Luke chapter 2 and verse 10. Don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah. That means he's the saving one. He is the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths, and lying in a manger. So that is what the angel tells the shepherds. And so the shepherds go off to visit baby Jesus, and then they tell everyone about what had been said to them and then what had happened. And then there's this other amazing phrase that describes something about Mary. 
in verse 19 of chapter 2, it says this, but Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. I love that phrase. Mary treasured up all these things, all these things that the angel had spoken to her and told her about who Jesus was and who she would be in part of that plan and what Jesus was going to be doing. She treasured all of those up and she pondered them in her heart. I love that phrase, pondering. It's like giving things time and space to breathe and to mull them over. It's like she heard these words and promises about this baby that had just been born. She gathered them all up like she was holding treasure as something really, really special, something worth more than gold, and she pondered them in her heart. That means she held them close to her heart. She thought about them, and she wondered about all that God was going to do. And what I love about both these phrases is that they tell us about Mary's heart. Now, I know that we women and girls here are not Mary. Uh, You know, she was chosen to give birth to Jesus. But I do think there's something that we can take hold of about our hearts from these phrases that are used to describe Mary. Uh, And like I said at the start, this is not exclusively for women, although Mother's Day affirms women this is also for men too, okay? It's about our hearts. So let's be women and girls and men and boys and people who say to God, let it be with me just as you say. That's the first phrase we're going to look at. I mean, you might hear these words and might have an immediate reaction against them because they're quite strong words. Let it be with me, God, just as you say as you say. They are words of surrender. They are words that say, your way, Lord, not mine. They're words that say, where my thoughts are different from your thoughts, I'm going to choose your thoughts. And for some of you, that might feel like an impossible thing to say. For others of you, you might be in a place this morning where those words come a bit easier for you. There's so much trust in these words. And even though Mary, no doubt, had so many questions and thoughts and there was so much uncertainty about what might lie ahead, she entrusted herself and her family to God and she sought God's ways. So let's be people who say, I trust you, God. Who say, Lord, I might not know what lies ahead, but I trust you. Just as you say, that's what I want. Just as you say, let it be. And I think we can come to that place of saying that and knowing that when we know that God loves us, that his love is so big, so wide and high and deep. Uh, You know, we can't even begin to grasp how big it is. His love for each and every one of us is so unlike anything that we have already experienced. It is bigger and kinder and sweeter and stronger and more constant. It never changes God's heart towards us never, ever changes. He never changes. He loves us so, so much. And there's an old favorite that we often sing in kids in the kids' church. And I'm not going to sing it to you, so don't panic. Um, The words are this, our God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God, but he holds us 
in his hands. He's higher than a skyscraper. He's deeper than a submarine. He's wider than the universe. And he's beyond my wildest dreams. And he knows me and he loves me since before the world began. How wonderful to be a part of God's amazing plan. He's this massive, huge, almighty, strong, powerful creator God. But he holds us in his hands. He knows each and every single one of us. And he knows us intimately and he loves us and he pursues us and he wants us to be in relationship with him. It's this God that we can come to and say, let it be with me, just as you say. Um, This week, I just clicked on uh, a message from a friend and she had been reading something and these words just popped out at me. I loved it. Uh, it, These words said, I am so delighted by your sheer existence. God says that to each and every single one of us. I am so delighted by your sheer existence. Just take, just hold that, ponder on those words, hold those in your heart uh, because they make a difference. If we believe those words, they make a difference. I am so delighted by your sheer existence. I won't embarrass you, but I could put names to that. I am so excited by your sheer existence. I am so excited by your sheer existence. I'm so excited by your sheer existence. Let's ponder those things in our hearts. And then the other phrase that we just go back to is let's treasure up the things of God in our hearts. Um, So I know that as a mum, I ponder things in my heart about our children. Um, I did before I became pregnant. I did during my pregnancy whilst I was carrying them, while they were babies and toddlers and growing up. Now we have one that's left home, one that's about to leave home, and one who's around for a few years more. Whoop, whoop. Um, oh, no, that was whoop, whoop about them staying, not about them going. I just realised that went, came out wrong. But even when they don't live at home, home with you in the same house, you don't stop pondering about them and about their lives and about the things of God for them. It's a kind of praying for them. It's a tender yet fierce, fierce love that causes us to pour out our hearts to God for them, to draw on the promises of what he said and the prayerful hopes that we have for them. And, you know, like any family, we have been through some stuff. And what I've come to realize is that when I think about how preciously and fiercely I hold my children in my heart. God holds them even closer. And because of that, I can learn to trust him with them, with all that they need now and in the future. And that feels easier somehow when they're still little and they're with you. And it can feel a little bit harder sometimes uh, when they make their own choices and do their own thing. But as well as pondering the things of God for our own children and with our own families, we can do that for others too. That's something we can do as women and it's something we can do as men. So regardless of whether you have children of your own, it's this nurturing thing we can do. Uh, If you were to see me at Grow Baby uh, on a Wednesday, uh, Caroline will know this, that um, I will use any excuse to cradle a new little baby, I'm kind of like, oh, 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 can I, can I? Yeah, oh, thank you. I'll give it a little cuddle. Um, but 
the reason I love that and I love talking with children uh, and people in general, whatever age, is because I love seeing and wondering about them, about wondering about their unique little meanness. You know, I, I wonder what they're going to love doing, you know, who they're going to grow up to be, what their characters are going to be like what their little quirks are going to be. I love investing in children and families and people. Uh, and like I said, it's not a female thing. It's a privilege for us to invest as a church in who people are and who they are becoming, to encourage people and walk alongside them and hold the things of God for them. That's that pondering things in our heart. It's a good thing and it's a God thing that we can have and that we can grow. So as we think about this phrase that describes Jesus' mother Mary and her attitude, her posture towards God, it's this tenderness and strength of her heart. Let's ask God to grow that in us too. Let's hold on to what he says to us closely. Let's remember what he said to us before. Let's hear his whispers to us, his promises to us. Let's give them space. Let's let our hearts be soft ground and good soil. Um, let's water them, let his sunshine shine on them. Let's our hearts be in a condition that means that things of God can grow in us. And as they grow in us, they grow in the people that we meet and interact with. They grow in our homes, in our communities, in our schools, in our workplaces. They grow into this something beautiful, this presence of God. So I'm going to stop there, but I just want to encourage us. So let's just remind ourselves of those two phrases. Let it be with me, just as you say. And the other one is that we treasure up the things of God and ponder them in our hearts. Let's just sit with those phrases this week. And, you know, if you're here this morning and you're like, I don't know if I can do that. I would encourage you just to sit with God. You know, maybe write that phrase out. Just sit there in silence. And I think he will speak to you. I think he'll do something in your heart. He is delighted by your sheer existence. Okay, we're going to stop. We're going to have um, another song. And while we're having that song, kids, if you want to come up, you may need a little bit of adult assistance. Um, scoop up some of the soil, get a bulb, a daffodil bulb, plunk it in. We're not going to add water to it now. You do that at home, all right? But we have got loads of these, so let's just make sure that everyone goes home this morning with a pot with a bulb in. There might even be enough for two each, okay? So just go. We don't want anything left, all right? Let's just use them up, all right? Uh, we probably won't get through all the soil, but we can get through all the other stuff, okay? So this is a just get stuck in. We're going to worship while we do it. And then as we, after we've sung this song, we are going to just pray and just see if God might want to do anything else this morning.